Blog Talk Radio. everybody. It's Rob Thrasher here. We're talking Spotlight with Q. <laughs> with Deb. Rob. Deb. <laughs> Rob, Deb. And I already Bob. said my name. <laughs> you forgot your own name. I said my name in the first sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have your coffee today? <laughs> I had my eight cups. I did. <laughs> I also had three Mountain Dews. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> what did I tell you about those energy out of drinks? <laughs> what did I tell you? What did I tell you about those energy drinks, man? Come on now. <laughs> my primary care, my primary care physician said that a guy with as little attention span as me should have more caffeine. He there told you go. me. <laughs> well, if anybody wants thing. to join in and razz Rob. <laughs> Dial six four six four seven eight four three five three, and if you've got call waiting, do a star seventy before dialing the one, and that will keep it from beeping in and annoying Rob and making him go for more coffee and getting more crazy. Again, that number is all about Rob. Number six four six four seven eight four three five three. And if you're on a cell phone, please pull over before you call in for our Absolutely. No doubt. Right? So are you You're in your Manhattan much. office, dude? Yeah, I'm downtown Manhattan. I'm looking out the window now, looking at the south side of Central Park. It's a beautiful day, Do you day, see Manhattan. me waving at you? Do you I see, see you again, Deb. What is wrong with you? I've <laughs> only been a girl fighter, remember? <laughs> I'm going to have to get the troopers involved here soon. <laughs> what, did, what did I tell you about the footies? Jeez. Oh, Lord. Right? How do you like the SpongeBob deal, huh? <laughs> Put some curtains up, man. <laughs> Beautiful. And you know what? I'm, I don't want to diss people who like Barney, but that full-size stuffed animal in the corner is just not right. I'm sorry. My buddy? Oh my it's God. not right. My it's not Barbie. right. It will scare small children. <laughs> <laughs> That's my intention. Scare all the kids that. away. <laughs> I thought the speedo. I thought this was the speedo was for. Please, the speedo's on the Barney stuffed animal. I need it. Like, remember, I made him take the ones off last night. He got them on the Barney stuffed oh, animal. I mean, I've heard of playing with dolls, but oh my God. Y'all ain't right, man. That's not a control. (laughs) That's not mine, it's a friend's. Well, we finally have a nice day here on the lake, and the uh, geese have finally flown in to uh, take over the hood. So there's goose uh, uh, graffiti all over the yards. We don't need to go into much detail about that. What is Why? the deal with the size of the goose stuff? What the hell is that about? Well, you, you know, what they mean? say it goes like through like food <laughs> through a goose. I mean, uh, <laughs> you think is that's, that a thing down south? Or is that up here? <laughs> 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 so like they're just, like hanging out in the hood till it's time to go <laughs> to Vegas. I mean, you know, that's just yeah, the way it is. Right. <laughs> Taking a pit stop, are they? Their little gold chains around their neck. <laughs> Name <laughs> <laughs> little Parkinson too or something going on. <laughs> little well, spot, little goslings the, with their little. <laughs> what's it like on the res spot? <laughs> she don't what's know. What's happening on the res? <laughs> well, you know. <laughs> I know what happened with. I know what happened today with. <laughs> Because Mr. Thibodeau was bad. Oh, let you know he went down to uh, Big Bad's down there in uh, in uh, Pine Ridge, you know, the town of Pine Ridge, the village. He went down to Big Bad's the gas station, and they got a new girl working down there. And boy, his wife didn't appreciate that. Oh, <laughs> I think she's going to make him look at your speedo for punishment. <laughs> 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 
want to call him, you call 605 Smoke Signal. You want to give us our Lakota word of the day, girlfriend? Wopula. And then and then our Indian joke of the day. <laughs> Wopula is the Indian word of the day. It means thank you. An important and, word in oh, any language. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a very important word to know is Wopula. Uh, it's a very it's a short form of thank you. It's like thanks, saying thanks, or you know something like that. And you say it again for me. Here, whoopula. Whoopula, like I'm gonna whoop you with a luck. Yeah, like whoopula. Yeah, yeah. W o p i l a whoopula. O t o p right. W o p i l a whoopula. P is in Paul. P is in Paul. Whoopula. Oh, All right. Now, what what word did I learn last week? I forgot. Oh, uh, uh, wait, wait, wait. With Tokyo Was that yesterday? Wow. Seems like forever ago. Missed you guys. We are all related. means we are all related. It's something that we use in the beginning and end of our prayers. It's also a way of affirmation. You know, you know, yeah. So, yeah. That means we are all related. Now, the Indian joke today. Hmm. What do you get when you get five guys from Rosebud in the same room? Now, now wait. Can we set it up? Rosebud, explain Rosebud. Okay. Pine Ridge Reservation and Rosebud Reservation share a common border. Uh, okay. Our eastern border is their western border. And okay. um, over, over on Rosebud, they speak Dakota with a D. On Pine Ridge, most of us speak Lakota with an L. Okay. And I'm telling you, those guys over on Rosebud, they don't talk right. They talk real funny <laughs> okay. over there. I, and, and like I said yesterday, I got a couple uncles that are from from Rosebud, and, and we we overlook that fact. You know, we're willing to overlook the fact that they're that they're Dakota, but man, I'm telling you, they don't talk right. You know, okay. over there. All right. Okay, like in the in the winter time, instead of throwing another log on the fire like everybody else does, they throw another dog right. on the fire. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. That's well, wrong. you know what? There's Lakota, Dakota, and Dakota, Nakota. And Nakota. And so the Nakota, 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 Nakota are Plains Indians. We all are. Uh, Dakota, Dakota were primarily are. Yeah, well, they're primarily more around the Minneota, the uh, Minnesota, Michigan area. Uh, mm-hmm. The Great Lakes kind of areas is their point of origin. Um, and then we moved, actually moved out on the Plains in the early 1600s um, and became the nation as we know them today. There you go. And then Dakota. So, yeah. The Dakota are the ones that are primarily over in the the Great the uh, Great Lakes, Minnesota area, um, out there with the you know the Minneota, the many waters. Um, the Nakota pretty much have assimilated into the Dakota. There are a few pure Nakotas left, but very very few of them. They're kind of like the you know, the, the last of the dogmen, you know. These guys are the, the last of the Nakota. There just aren't a whole lot of them left. So, yeah. Okay. So okay. you're, so you're now, like a more classy version of the Hatfield and McCoy. I'm, 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 I'm the <laughs> Montagues and, what is it, the Montagues and the... Capulets. Capulets, yeah. We're, yeah, we're, we're, we're the Capulets. Okay, yeah, we're so what's the joke? Now we okay, know. So okay, now we get that okay. set up there. So, so now the joke of the day is: What do you get when you get five rosebud guys in the same room? Uh, I don't know what. I don't know. Full set of teeth. <laughs> oh man! Oh, no. Full set. That's good. Full only set. five. <laughs> That's on a good day. <laughs> that's after that's after their trip to the that's after their trip to the clinic. You know. Oh, oh god! Oh, Your man. fantastic clinics, right? <laughs> hey, I'm telling you what. Yeah, that's just bad. Yep. <laughs> well, I thought the Brits. I thought the Brits were bad. Speaking of our sexy British announcer friend over there, she's got all her teeth. I heard too. And a she does have mouth. Sure about that. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> we're liquor. <laughs> one thing we want to discuss today is Rob. You wanted to because this is one of the many things this month is is Cybersecurity Awareness Month, and you had an idea for helping our listeners protect their computers and easy step-by-step methods. Yeah. Actually, what happened was Deborah came came around and and uh, 
explain to me how to explain things to people because I'm really just a techno geek at heart, and I I talk a hundred miles an no, hour. I'll try to get everything you. in. I'll, I'll try to get everything in the. It took me years in the one to figure person, that out. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work at all. But thanks, Deborah, for that. But you we know, love you everybody. anyway. <laughs> yeah, cybersecurity. We got to talk more about this because I don't know if yeah, everyone's noticed, but you see a lot. You see a lot of. Um, a lot, there's a reason for this too. You see a lot of up here in Utica College, up in upstate New York, we have an entire building dedicated to cybersecurity studies, um, which is very cool. I'm over, I'm over there once in a while, and a lot of it's run by former guys like myself. I was I was in the cyber cyber world. It was a security national security world, and I can't really say much about what we did, but it was it was top secret stuff, code word stuff, um, high level stuff. Isn't, so, that like, isn't, um, isn't that a isn't that an oxymoron? Military security, yeah, yeah, as well as military intelligence. There you go. Yeah. And that's the one I usually hear. But thanks for the new twist. Hey, I've been waiting for two, someone to say that. Two of my kids are Marines. I can say that. There you go, Semper Fi. I love them. Hoorah. Somebody has you right. Yeah. Hoorah. Yeah, well, anyway, it's funny Marine. you bring up cybersecurity because, um, like, today, just before I, I signed on for the show, um, I had a phishing email from AOL, and I know it wasn't from AOL. Right, good, So, smart. Yeah. you know, I mean, there's, and then, like, there's Facebook, there's all kinds of, you know, like, pop-up oh, items, people man. send you URLs and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, that's, so, yeah. yeah. That's the bad thing about being the top dog is that everybody wants to bring you down. It's the king of the hill, and everybody's coming after you. That's what that's what Facebook is right now. Google has been for years. The the hackers coming after Google. Here's the difference, though. And and we talk about cybersecurity. Here's something that I think a lot of people don't understand. First of all, that whole deal where where that quote unquote anonymous group was attacked was threatening Facebook. I knew that wasn't those guys because hackers don't give you a date or a time. They want to surprise you. Because if you're on your guard, it's just harder to get through your your firewalls and your security. So um, th- there's a lot going on. I'll tell you one thing that, that they do teach you in cybersecurity training. The unclassified version of this stuff is that we are under a constant 24 by 7, 365 cyber attack every single minute of every single day. Our cybersecurity no, national. threat. That's, that's national. That's, that's not just like you and me and Deborah and whoever. That's, it's, that's the U.S. government. It's, it's well the U.S. Just, government? It's the U.S. government and anybody worth anything because organized crime has taken on to the Internet. Now, I talked to Denny Griffin once in a while about organized crime. He was an investigator, and organized crime has found the, <laughs> found the Internet quite, <laughs> quite uh, profitable. So you got basically we're getting attacked from outside and from within. Now, organized crime doesn't go after the U.S. government because the U.S. government can shut them down in five seconds. Right. So who, do, who does go after? You guys there still? My phone what? broke. Huh? Your Are phone you broke. Stuff? Your phone yeah. broke? How did you break your phone? Was it the bar- was it was it the Barney doll? It was anonymous. I think anonymous the uh, anonymous right? hackers got my phone. I wasn't threatening you guys. <laughs> what you gotta be careful is not to threaten these guys here, right? <laughs> I'm telling you, you mess with those Indians, man, that's it. Oh let I thought it was like a four one nine scammer that got you. Jeez. <laughs> Anywho, so anyway, I want to give one of my tips. I'm going to do this in a minute. The tip, because like Deborah said in the past, it's got to be, it's got to be more, less, and then, and then more later us, down the road. Give them our website or our Facebook site because these yeah. tips will then be posted on the site as well. Yeah, matter of fact, if you go to if you go to the web address funnybusinessradio.com, I'm going to post a whole link on the front page that says cybersecurity tips. Cool. Uh, and it'll also link to fate to our Facebook and to all the other places where I'm going to post the information. So, you know, I'm going to be pretty cool. It. So, so one okay. thing you have to do to, so so that the hackers can't yeah. identify who you are is you use what's called a proxy server. So when you get on the yeah. internet and you go to all these different websites, it can identify where you're coming from, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm, if you set up mm-hmm. a proxy server, if you go to Google.com. You, you know, you're going to look for a list of public proxy servers. So that's what you're going to search Google for. List a list of public proxy. That's P R O X as an X ray Y. List of public proxy servers. You're going to come to a website that's going to have exactly that. 
It's going to have a list of servers, and you're going to see the, you're going to have the list of names, and to the right you're going to see what's called uptime. You're looking for 100% if you can get it. Later on, I'm going to tell you how to take that proxy server and plug it into your browser. And I'm only going to tell you for Google Chrome, so go download Google Chrome. There's too many other variations. If you get yeah, the newest version Google of Google Chrome. Chrome. Yeah, okay. you just go, actually Google the word download Google Chrome, and you'll install it. It's free. It's way faster. It takes up less memory than the other browsers, and we're going to set it up secure for you guys. So what it is going to be, we're going to set a proxy server, which means whenever you go to a website, that website is going to see you coming from the proxy server rather than your home or your business. This is especially important for businesses. So just Google it. You're going to Google it. Just look at the list and just look at the names. And basically what we're going to do is use one of those names later on in the show, not this show, later on another later date. And I'm going to show you how to use that name, those list of proxy servers, because you want to change it regularly too, so you want to know how to get to the list. Once we're there mm-hmm. and you look at it, like I say, look at the uptime. Uptime means how how much it's working. If you're at 98, 99, or 100%, then that's a good proxy server to use. So that's it for tonight. Cool. Just think of that. Go to the site. Google that phrase. Go get Google Chrome, by the way. You've you got to do it anyway. It's, it's time. I'm a big Google guy, by the way. I don't mean <laughs> big Google like guy. my waist is 38. <laughs> and before yeah. we go on to something that, that um, Spot really wants to talk about, and then finally we're mm-hmm. going to our guest, uh, Giovanni Gelati, a gelati? Yeah. Gelati, uh, you got it. Yeah. We do have to give a moment of reflection on Steve Jobs, who died yeah. yesterday. Yeah. If mm-hmm. it weren't for him, we wouldn't probably be here today. Exactly. Oh, yeah, compared to, um, uh, say I'm 58 years old and I've lost the name. Edison. Who invented the telephone? <laughs> Alexander Graham Bell. Edison, I swear I am. So. Anyway, no, he's being compared to Edison, actually. And uh, yeah. he lost his life at only age 56, and that's pretty tragic. That was but, pancreatic um, cancer. Pancreatic yeah. cancer. Mm-hmm. But, and yeah. worked to the very end to bring more oh. uh, technology to us. So I think we he's need to acknowledge his death and thank and it's, him. It's very, yeah, it's very, very thank important you. that we do keep up with our health screenings. Um, that's something that can be caught early. It can yeah. be treated. Right. Um, yeah. You can you can survive pancreatic cancer. You just need to catch sure. early. So please stay on top of your health screening. Absolutely. It, well, and they're developing. Yeah, you got to get it before it spreads to the other organs. You got to get it. Pancreatic cancer is actually it's kind of hard to detect, but they're coming up with new yeah. blood tests where mm-hmm. they will be able to catch if you just have one cancer cell in your blood. That's what they're working on now. Wow. So mm-hmm. that's pretty yeah. cool. So we're hoping yeah. that comes up. Well, that said. As we think about the continuation of life, a Spot has been part of the Google Mother Earth Water Walk, mm-hmm. and uh, our that. guest is going to be here at about 7.30. So, Spot, why don't you go ahead and talk about that, because it's extremely important, and it is about it is. renewing the Earth and life going on. It's something that we take for, you know, just for me, it's something that I do appreciate coming from where I come from. Um, Clean water is something that you turn on your tap and there it is. Um, A lot of us have municipalities where we have clean water. Out on the res, a lot of us don't um, have clean water. And all over the world, there's a lot of places where we don't have clean water. Well, a bunch of, I think it was Anishinaabe grandmas got together and decided that they needed to bring awareness to clean water for people worldwide. And started something called the Mother Earth Water Walk, where they collect water from all four directions, from all four oceans, uh, bordering, bordering the United States, and we get together up um, on the Badwater Reservation and unite the waters in a big ceremony. Um, and I was privileged enough to be a part of that back in May. Um, my sister Sharon, uh, our friend Rhonda, my friend Colleen and I, and then our two horses uh, got together, and we all were privileged enough to walk from Burlington, Iowa, all the way up to... Muscatine, Iowa. I'm sorry, Grandview, Iowa. And it was a pretty good day's walk. Um, Luckily, we had the horses. And we carried water uh, from the Gulf of Mexico, and we also carried an eagle staff. Um, And if you want to know more about the Mother Earth Water Walk, you can Google Mother Earth Water Walk. Um, They'll come up with a huge amount of links. Um, It's right at the uh, top. I just did it. Yeah, there's some really good information there. We also are on Facebook if you uh, search Mother Earth Water Walk. Uh, Jennifer, and I can't think of her last name, is in charge of that. Um, Jennifer is just a veritable font of information, if you'll pardon the water pun there. Um, she, she's just an amazing person to organize this and get it together. 
Um, and we are going to go again next year, and we're always looking for volunteers to be involved in this. We're always looking for people to help out. Um, and don't take for granted the fact that you can turn on your water and have clean, drinkable water. Don't take for granted the fact that you can go to the, go to the store and spend $1.50 for a bottle of water and have clean, drinkable water, because there's people all over the, all over the world that do not have that luxury of having clean water available to them. So it's something to think about. Every time you turn on the water, every time you open that bottle, you know, think about that before you do it. Think about, okay, you know, this is a luxury. This is not a right. This is a luxury. And think about how we can conserve water, um, how we can give back to the earth and to the people of the earth. And, you know, something to think about the next time. It is, is that, something um, to think about it. And, you know, a few people have the privilege that I had of as a child of living in a house with no running water. You had to go down to I the did. spring. Yeah, very few. I well, did. you lived on the res, so of course. Yep. Uh, I lived on a farm, and when we got our water, we had I had, when I lived there, to go through the pig pen and, and down through this <laughs> rocky area and down to a spring. It was delicious water. But I had to go there like three times a day before mm-hmm. I went to school, when I got back yep. from school, and then yep. before dinner. And, yep. um, you know, it was a chore, it was delicious water, but you had to work for it. So being able yeah, to get, you get up in the middle of the night and go, oh, I'm thirsty, and turn on the tap is a privilege. Or even, go, or even, yeah. or even, even, even to be able to go to the bathroom. I don't know about you, but we had a two-holer. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, well, we had a one-holer, so if <laughs> so someone had else two. had to go. <laughs> there was always company. <laughs> we had a one-holer. <laughs> Wow. And, not and only, I get mad when I have to walk to the sink, to be honest with you. Oh, gosh. Jeez. I mean, going to the... <laughs> over house. the hill and through the woods and over Gander and over hill, I can't imagine. Going to the outer Wow, I'm thirsty, but I might just winter. go ahead and dehydrate. <laughs> you had to go to the outhouse in the winter time, and it was freezing oh. cold. And then, of course, oh, yeah. you had... Oh, yeah. it, it, at, at, up in the bedrooms, you had what were called slop jars. And we had uh, that was during the night if you just couldn't brave the weather to go outside, but then you had to clean. That was my job. I had to clean all the stuff. You had to clean it out, yep. Which was disgusting. But then there's a poor man that had to shovel out, which is my grandfather, had to shovel out the outhouse every couple of weeks because, you know, it was full of, you know. (laughs) We just took a new (laughs) hole and move it over. (laughs) And, you know, you're sitting in this thing and you're you're barraged by bumblebees and everything else because they're attracted to the smell. Yep, yep. Flies, and then every yes. once in a while, a copperhead would crawl in with you, and like, yep, yep, yep. <laughs> we had we had the rattlesnakes, wow. yeah. And then the, you had your magazines and your 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 rolls. You had, everybody had their own roll, and you were responsible for making sure that you had enough toilet paper to last. Yeah. Yep. Or the copperhead, or the series uh, catalog was actually used for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> and wow. believe it or not, yes, you did use corn cobs. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. come on. Well, you know, Stop Harry it. Truman used to say that's as rough as a cob, no, and that's what he used to mean. Oh, yeah. He said, "Well, that was rough as a cob. When you ran out of everything what? else, you used a corn <laughs> cob, honey." And I'm gonna tell you <laughs> what, he yeah, gave yep. a new word to um, <laughs> Skinnerbrain. <laughs> I, I have. Are you kidding me? I have to have the extra smooth Charmin. I can't even use this. <laughs> I can't use this cheap stuff, let alone a corn cob. John Wayne toilet paper. <laughs> holy cow! No, that John Wayne. No, holy cob. Oh my! No, 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 holy God, no. We, we had we had John Wayne toilet paper, man. That shit was rough and tough. It wouldn't take any shit off any Indian, you know. That <laughs> stuff was nasty. Oh and I'll tell you what, draping that outhouse in honeysuckle did not work. Okay. Oh, you're gonna love this. One time when I went to visit. Spot. This is before she moved out of the house that didn't have running water. I wake up about four o'clock in the morning and I've got to go to the bathroom. I'm telling you, I got to go. Okay, there's just no two ways about it. I got to go. So I'm lying there. And the night before, we had I'd watched a show on werewolves in Wisconsin. Now, of course, oh, no. you don't believe in werewolves, but it's four o'clock in the morning. You got to go. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, you believe man. in anything at four o'clock but, in the morning? You know, you got to go. And as the saying goes, if you got to go, you got to go. So I go out to the outhouse, which smells like, because I mean, they don't flame, but they all smell. I'm sitting there, 
And guess who comes <laughs> to visit me? Now, the only thing separating me from the outside is a screen door. Oh, perfect. And guess what comes to visit me? A bear. A bobcat. Bobcat. A bobcat. Right up to the screen door. They would, yeah, they would come. They would come up into the pasture because we had rats and really? mice. We had yeah. horses, and they would come into the pasture to hunt. So he was we had rats and mice. Probably a she, because the, the female is usually the one that hunts, much yep. beyond what you males of the human race think about <laughs> the female so is usually the hunter. She comes up and snarls and growls at me, and yep. I didn't know what else to do, so I just snarled right back, and she ran off. First you say it, wow. then you do it. Yeah. Wow. Wow, that's a dangerous pooper. <laughs> and actually, Spock told me that she they had some kittens on the porch that the, that bobcat might have been after, and she thinks I actually saved yeah. their life. Yeah. So, yeah, it could be. Yeah. Let me just put it this way. Had I had any problems with going to the bathroom after that, there was no problemo. <laughs> yeah, right? Cleaned <laughs> you out, didn't it? <laughs> I got done, in not it? It'd be safer. I think I would just go out the window <laughs> at that point. There was no window. <laughs> there was only the screen door. That's the only way out. So the cat Lord. ran off, and I ran back in the house and dove back down into my bed and said, I don't give a crap, pardon a weird pun, about <laughs> Werewolves. <laughs> 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 the next day she's like, "You'll never believe what happened." I'm like, "Yeah." Well. <laughs> I mean, this was wow. not a kitty, kitty, kitty moment. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> Although, That's couldn't you see funny. Christopher Coela? Couldn't you see Christopher going, "Oh, kitty, 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 kitty." <laughs> My son Christopher. <laughs> Logan, Logan used to do that. My son Logan used to do that. Yeah. My son Christopher has not met an enemy yet in the animal kingdom. He just This is very true. Wow. They're all this his friends. True. We've had wild geese. He has fed wild swans from his hand. Yep. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's absolutely bizarre. Well, you know what? We're getting close to um our guest. Has he signed in yet? He is here, I believe, yes. He's here. He's Poor guy. So on, one more time, uh, on we're going to Google the Mother Earth uh, Water Walk. Mother Earth Water Walk, yep. So for information on it. Yep. And there's also a, a place where you can donate to the cause. Um, any donations are always accept, you know, always appreciated. Um, it does go to a good cause. It's not like we just go and use it and go play or whatever. The money does go directly towards the Water Walk, and we always need volunteers and host families and things like that. So, yeah. And it up. is to get clean water purposes for Jules or spot to get clean water to everyone, right? Yeah, it's to bring awareness for, for the need of clean water for everyone. It's not just American Indians or, or people here in North America or whatever. It's for everybody. I mean, that's something, again, we take for granted is to have clean water. You turn yes. on the tap, there it is. Yes. Um, this is to bring awareness to the fact that not everybody has that opportunity. So. Very cool. good. Very cool. So Google yeah. Mother Earth Water Walk. Earth Water Walk, yep. And yep. see what you can yep. do, participate or contribute yep. or help out. Or yeah, any anything that you can anything you can contribute financially or, or volunteer hours is always appreciated. So cool. Yeah. Don't ask me how much to donate. Don't ask me how much to donate because I'll say, What do you got? Yeah, like, yeah. How much you got? <laughs> how much, how much you, you want to give me? But that could also be how much. How much time you got? How much time? Exactly. How many hours can you give? Yeah. So yeah. Exactly. For those of us yeah. who don't really have the money to donate, we can always donate our time, our efforts, yep. spreading the yep. word and, and, in many, many ways. Blog uh, if you on can't, it. Talk about it. If if you yeah. can't find it online, uh, shoot, find me on Facebook. It's Julie Martino, M-A-R-T-I-N-E-A-U, on Facebook. Um, and then I can put you in the right direction. Um, if you have any questions, whatever, about Mother Earth Water Walk or Native American things, you can find me on Facebook and, and uh, you know ask me. I'm more than happy to share what I know. Beautiful. So, yeah. Cool beans. And Rob, I did, Rob, I did right. send you a friend request. You need to get on that. You did? <laughs> yes. I did. Oh. I don't want to be your friend. Oh, yes, you do. <laughs> I'm the exact opposite. Number one, 
Number one, I definitely want to be your friend. Number two, I'm everybody's friend. I could give it, yeah. <laughs> Everyone who sends a thing, I'm like, yeah, 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 more friends, more friends. Of course, I, I don't know. you got to get rid of, of that Barney doll first. Oh, yeah, yeah. the Barney mosquito thing, you know, that's that's a little scary there, bud. That's wrong. That's wrong. Well, we need to bring on Giovanni Gelati, author. Yeah, I'm I'm going to play play our sponsor here, and then we'll bring Giovanni on. Real real quick, y'all give me a hard time about my name. You know, Indian names, at least you can understand. You know, I mean, you got like... It makes sense, yeah. Cheryl Kills Twice, or or my my beautiful niece, Stephanie Snow, Stephanie Bad Soldier Snow. You know, at least our names, you know where they come from, and you can pronounce them. <laughs> come on now. All right. All right. Yeah, my dad used to call me Rob Running With Scissors, but I don't know. That wasn't oh, quite see? Exactly yeah, I knew that was your name. Well, I know mine. It wasn't, wasn't honorable or anything. And he kept giving me the scissors sideways. back. I don't know what his objective was. <laughs> he didn't. My dad was a great dad. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I know mine shyly, He's like, here, go run with these scissors, kid. <laughs> I know mine shively. It's wedge-shaped piece of land in or near the trees. There you That's go. Shively. And Deborah's busy bee, so I'm a busy bee around some land with a bunch Water, of trees. Water, yeah. Okay. Right. Well, sponsor. There you Giovanni. go. Our sponsor. Yeah, let's get to our sponsor. I just want to give a little setup to the sponsor because the spot is really meant for a local area up in upstate New York. But you can go to his website. It's a buyer of goldandsilver.com. And Greg uh, owns the company. And I was explaining to everyone at the end of the show last night, these little networks that I have set up, like with you guys here on the air, and, and, and everybody who's in my business network and who I associate with, I already know what their deal is. They're honest people. They want to make a little profit. And to be honest with you, when you're, sell, when you're buying gold and silver, those people are, are not in a good way. All right, They're not selling their gold and silver because they're wealthy. They're selling it because they're desperate. And so... But Greg refuses. A lot of people take advantage of you in that in those times because they'll say, well, they'll take whatever I can give them. Greg never does that. Greg would never do that. He's one of the most honest guys that I know in business. And like I say, he's only in my network and on the show because I already know his deal. I know it inside and out. So here's a spot. And, again, it's a buyer of goldandsilver.com. A buyer of gold and silver, coins and jewelry, is celebrating three years of paying the highest cash payouts around for unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Don't settle for low pawn shop prices and don't take your items to a fly-by-night hotel event. Come and visit our showroom and get paid the highest cash payouts for your unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Looking for great fun? Book a free karaoke gold party today with a buyer of gold and silver coins and jewelry. Located at 1121 Glenwood Ave, Oneida, next to Cash for Cans Bottle Return. A buyer of goldandsilver.com. And and he's not gonna take any. He's not gonna let you send anything into him. He doesn't do business that way. That's the wrong way to do it. We're gonna bring Giovanni. Giovanni, are you there? Hey, how you doing? What's going on? I, I didn't I didn't know what I was dialing into. Is this like a am I on a farm show or something? Cause, <laughs> <laughs> and quite honestly, the toilet paper. I didn't know I was gonna be talking about that tonight. Well, Giovanni, this is basically a meeting of minds. Question mark. <laughs> I, I had no idea what I was getting myself in for here. I'm listening. I'm thinking, I don't know much about toilet paper technology, you know? <laughs> well, I happen to be a toilet paper engineer, so I'll explain anything you need. <laughs> now, that's so well, weird. We used, to cor- right there. Use, we, we used to use corn cobs for pipes, so I'm very confused here tonight. I, I, I just don't understand well, what's going um, on. Uh, there is a saying that I really hate to bring up, but you've heard about the pipe of your... I don't even want to go into that string of consciousness. <laughs> he's not even he's not even going to do this with us. He's refusing Giovanni to do this with us. He did not know what he was getting into. <laughs> no, he did not. Not touching it with a corn Giovanni's cob. He's got a lot of stuff going on. I'll just mention talk radio show called The G Zone. He's got uh, a fictional book blog, Gelati Scoop. That's pretty cool there. I like that little twist. Um, publisher uh, with the Tressel Press and and this had <laughs> this is what Deb saw first when she came to the site. <laughs> the publisher published author with Tressel Hello, say that three times fast. Tressel Press of I have Chrome balls, don't you? Why don't we start there, Giovanni? What the <laughs> hell is up with that? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to hear what a Lakota thinks about that. Go ahead, Giovanni. <laughs> Where do I go with that one? <laughs> oh God, who knows? What is that all about, Giovanni? <laughs> I got I got a new one coming out next week. It's called Holy Chrome Bocce Balls Beach Bloodbath. Wow. You know? okay. 
fast, I'll give you a nickel. Holy but mackerel. Say that three times fast. <laughs> me, uh, me and my partner, uh, my bocce partner, Dan Big Balls Cannoli, uh, were, were invited to play. <laughs> what in was a, that uh, name again? Uh, Say that again. Yeah, we're, we're playing in a bocce tournament down the shore. Um, uh-huh. Things get out of hand. There's some zombies there at the beach, so we have to uh, we have to take care of the zombies. Um, I'm telling you, uh, it, it's a it's a zombie. Uh, so it's uh, it's a zombie. Good comedy a, and I'm zombie also, comedy. That's cool. Well, hey. I'm throwing well, in a few wrinkles on this. I'm actually adding a a, a very uh, very interesting twist to it. Uh, that I'm really uh, I'm really jazzed about because uh, after this I'm going to be uh, uh, starting a new series for myself that has uh, nothing to do with bocce. So uh, I'm not going to give it away. I'll be uh, I want to release it. Hopefully uh, it'll be uh, available for consumption uh, next Thursday, Friday. Uh, but uh, it's going to be a very nice, uh, very interesting mix of things. Uh, it's, it's, it'll have some bocce humor in it. I mean, I love bocce. It's a very nice game. As far as where the title came from, uh, I actually do. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, my uh, uh, for Father's Day, my kids got me a. Uh, they were nice enough to give me a, a chrome set of bocce balls. Uh, and you know, I thought, that's really like you. Oh, you know, they're, you can kill cool. somebody. With it. I mean, they're pretty serious. And they're, I like that. That's cool. Yeah, I, I played bocce over in Europe when I was over there visiting my sister-in-law's family, and it's actually a really cool game. So yeah, it's, I yeah. think it's really sure cool. That like chrome ball. That. that is really cool. Yeah, I spoke <laughs> to bocce leagues like two weeks ago on uh, on my blog talk show. I had the uh, Charleston bocce league. I had the DC bocce league. Now in Washington DC, they have seven thousand members in their bocce league. Uh, wow! Also wow. Really? Yeah, pretty amazing. They play they play all year round. They actually play indoors too in bars and stuff. Uh, which really? is amazing. Uh, they, they made their own courts and stuff to play inside the bars, which is really amazing. Uh, Talked to the L.A. Bocce League and the Chicago Bocce League. People from L.A. and Chicago actually formed, uh, started these leagues that go throughout the country, and these are like affiliates, which are really nice. Uh, wow. But it's a sport anybody can play, man, woman. There, there's no, like, the, it, as far as sexes go, there's no uh, no advantage. I mean, basically, you're, you're throwing a little ball and you're throwing a big ball after it, so... Uh, there, there really aren't any uh, anything big about that. Hmm. Rules are simple. Very cool. What I do is I started. I, I figured why not? What I do is with uh, with with the uh, Trussell Press. I, I'm fortunate that I get to work with a lot of uh, very nice authors, very skilled authors. And uh, it was almost it was a little bit, a little bit past six months ago. Uh, someone came up with the idea. Hey, how about you do? Uh, one of the callers called in on the blog talk show and said, Hey, why don't you do a collaboration with someone? Now, up until that point, I've never written a thing other than a blog post. I mean, point of fact, I never did anything. They said, uh, wow. this was a student at uh, West Virginia University. She was, uh, was a master's degree student in a creative writing class, and she not only followed my blog but a few of the authors that I knew. And she said, how about you collaborate with one of the authors? It'll be a nice experiment and see what happens when you throw uh, you know, a real author with a blogger. So we, we thought, you know, <laughs> I laughed my robot. Well, can't do this. And then I thought, you know, it would be a nice hook. Why not? So we've been putting out one every week. I think right now I have uh, 25, 25 under my name. Uh, I've done every genre except for romance. And uh, I, I, I just did a Q&A for someone the other day. And my kids kind of tell me I'm like, uh, I'm kind of like the pit bull for, uh, for, for digital short stories. I mean, I don't, I'm not, the, the, the main author is, you know, they, they, they run the story pretty much. And I interject things here or there. I mean, the, the stories are maybe five, six thousand words. I did, we did one that was novella size. I would say I contribute maybe forty percent of it, uh, but it's it's really nice. I've done everything from uh, two two all ages reads. I mean, anybody can read it. It was nice that uh, my daughter got to read these couple to straight up horror. I did a, a straight up serial killer, uh, serial killer on serial killer one with uh, Jeffrey Martin Jr. I did uh, with H.R. Toy. I did a serial killer zombie thing, which was pretty amazing. Uh, but what we've done is uh, I've made sure from the beginning uh, that there's a common thread through each one, basically uh, using myself as a character, uh, sometimes my wife, and then uh, came up with this uh, hook uh, that uh, I'm, I'm actually uh, quadruplets. There's four of us. And uh, what we do is we, uh, we weave these characters through each one of the stories uh, so there's a, a definite continuity here. I mean, that... 
Now, I can't really meld a horror into an all-ages story, but at least uh, there could be same characters. We're, we're not looking, sometimes with collaborations, you get one author always trying to upstage another. One's always trying to top another, you know, sure. trying to look better. Uh, people have no. found that it's very difficult to find out who is writing what part, and for that, uh, I think that's a, a major compliment, not just but that for the main author. That's a, we're, that we're is just, a major compliment. Well, I got to say too, you know, that that you know, you said that you're not a real author. To me, if you're out there putting out a blog, you're writing something. To me, that's an author. Right. So don't that's don't get away yourself by saying I'm not an author because you are. 110. Yeah. percent I found we 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 have we have published three bloggers. I, I told them I I said hey I know these three bloggers and I said they're they're all ladies. And I said, hey, and I, we're, we're also going to be publishing a few few guys uh, very shortly, within the next 45 to 60 days. Uh, cool. I said, hey, you know, you can write. I mean, I've read your blog posts for, for months, and you guys can flat out write. And, you know, they, they each said, hey, you know, I've been thinking about it, and they did it. And it's uh, very good for them, and they also sell. And they're good quality pieces, and that's that's the key. If somebody can deliver a nice quality read, what is wrong with that? And they yeah, do. if it's something sure. that I can, yeah, if it's something I can read and stick with, and because I'm a big reader, and and for me, it's like if I can find something I can read and stick with, you got me. Yeah, it's, it's, no, it's no. right now. Digital short stories. I mean, they're ninety nine cents. Uh, novella size. Sometimes they're a buck ninety nine, and sometimes they're two ninety nine for like full length or four ninety nine. But uh, with this new ebook thing, it, it's very nice. For the reader, to me, it gives uh, the reader total control of the reading experience. Not only how they read, how they pay for it, but what they read it on. Uh, because now people no. can read on phones, they can read on e-readers, tablets, laptops, computers. Okay, so say, yeah, are they are they available for like e-readers or phones, laptops? Because I have a Kindle, and you know, I, I love being able to download stuff to my Kindle. It's it's a pretty freaky experience. So you do it right from your Kindle, or you do it from a laptop or something. Cool. Guys, cool, cool, Deborah, cool. everybody, I got to break in here real quick. I made the mistake last week of not explaining to people how the show was going to work. And Giovanni, you might want to just plug your ears for a minute because I'm about to get in big, big time trouble <laughs> with Deborah. Um, the show is going to <laughs> the show is going to continue to stream live for two and a half more minutes, and then after that, we're going to keep talking and recording, and people can come back later, download it on iTunes, and get the rest of the story. So we got two and a half minutes live. I'll run the sponsor shot, and I think this was because when we originally talked, Deb. I was thinking of doing 45 and then recording 15, but, again, we can switch that format back over next week. We'll be on for the full hour streaming live. And now everybody knows that, and I'm not going to get in trouble. No, because you still didn't get it to an hour. Go get another cup of coffee. Lord love a duck, the man. Okay, Giovanni, continue. I'm I'm enjoying this. I am, too. (laughs) No problem at all. Uh, what is it no, uh, so you guys want to talk about? Basically, doing just ebooks and blogging, or I'm I'm trying to um, get a, my head wrapped around exactly how you're doing this. Is it mostly ebooks? Right. At the present time, uh, Trussell Press is producing uh, just about all ebooks. What we're going to be doing okay. uh, in the maybe at the end of the fourth quarter, the beginning of the first quarter, uh, 2012, is uh, starting to produce uh, paper. What we're what we have going on, I think, is that. Uh, something different than what other publishing houses are doing. Uh, we've developed a synergy not with just the, the authors but with the readers. We have uh, a, a, basically an international cast of authors. We have a lot that are in Europe right now, uh, England, uh, Vienna, uh, a few other places, Poland, and we're getting a nice crossover of readers from Europe as well as you know USA, Canada, that kind of stuff, going back and forth. So our titles are not just selling on the regular Amazon, but Amazon UK. And one of the things that has been really nice is we've started to do uh, a bunch of digital short series uh, where a new installment of a series comes out every three weeks or every month. Uh, the, the titles are basically, uh, the genres range anything from Amish, which right now we have uh, Karen Anna Vogel. She has the Amish Knitting Circle. This thing is going oh. ape on Amazon and Amazon UK. She has two titles yeah. up, and it's uh, the Amish Knitting Circle, the beginnings is the first one. The second one is called Wedding Seasons. Uh, the first mm-hmm. one, the, the beginnings. Hey, Giovanni, Giovanni can you get all that at gelatimedia.com? I just want to say before the live stream goes off. That's gelatimedia.com, right? G-E-L-A-T-I media.com, everybody, if you're listening. And we'll say it again later so when you come back and download. No, I just want to 
wanted to get your little plug okay. in there quick, so sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead now. Oh, no problem at all. July. Are we, are we going to keep going on or are we done? We're going off live. No, we're never getting on because it will be archived. Okay. Now we're recording, Giovanni. So I just wanted to get you on before before the uh, live part stops streaming. So go ahead. Oh, well, anyway, what we do is uh, we have almost 25 digital short series going on right now. So uh, each time an author puts out an installment, uh, the, 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 the digital shorts are anywhere from five to 6,000 words. There may be a few that are an installment, maybe 4,500 words. But basically they're five to 6,000 words. They sell for 99 cents. They come out every three to four weeks, and what we're going to do is once the author has uh, 10, 12, 10 to 12 installments, we're going to produce it in, in paper form and add, like, some bonus material to it. So not only will you be able to have uh, the e-books and be able to get them uh, like a serial, kind of like a TV show, you know, you're, you're, you're constantly sure. following your characters or evolving. Cool. Uh, what some of the authors have done is they've not just uh, not just are doing it themselves, but like with Paul D. Brazil, he has this uh, – it's called Drunk on the Moon. It's a very nice series. He has a uh, private investigator that turns into a werewolf, and then different things happen. Uh, but what he does is uh, he has different authors uh, each month uh, take take over as basically playing his universe. They play in a sandbox. What he did was the first story was he created the universe, and then in subsequent chapters, uh, you know, installments, he's had other authors step in and take over uh, his character and their world and see it through their eyes, which wow. I think is I think it's good for that's the reader brilliant. and good, good for the author. Yeah, I like you know? that. I like yeah, that a lot. Brilliant. That's very cool. Well, what I like is that this is kind of uh, bringing back an old an, uh, an old style of writing in the 1800s when the West was being uh, oh, explored, yeah. where they had the serial stories and the and the nickel what were they called nickel. Yeah. Yeah, dime, exactly. dime, or dime dime you bought a dime and it, it yeah, paid a dime, dime and you novel, got yeah. part of the story, then you got part yep. of the story in the next one, and part of the story in the next one, and then wow. when movies came into being, they started doing it in the movies. Yep. You know, which eventually went into yep. Andy Hardy and now is into, you know, Planet of the Apes one, Planet of the Apes blah blah blah, blah and all of the the serials. But I like to see this this brought back because it, it, it's it's great to to get back to where you got a continuing story in installments. Yeah, yeah this I, is, this I just is think exactly that's really cool. Was and we have uh, and bringing back an old genre that that has right been now neglected. we really don't have is romance. We're not uh, cool. quite honestly when it comes to romance, I blush even when I talk about it. I blush, so I don't. It's not something that we really. And uh, you're married with kids. <laughs> I got, uh, yeah, I'm married with eight kids, but I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't want to talk about it or read about it. Right. Kind of like when you were talking about, you know, how people go to the outhouse. It kind of freaked me out a little bit. <laughs> that happens, though. What are you going to do? Well, you get a female author who's willing to do the romance. Like there I my wife is in the head. Sorry, uh, not good. <laughs> Well, you just don't get one with a bobcat snarling at you, buddy. You'll talk about it, trust me. Yeah. <laughs> That's a story to pass on, man. Yeah, the bobcat thing is a quite a twist on that whole story. That's where we were headed from the get-go, Giovanni. It's about the bobcat. <laughs> we planned that whole you know, deal. I'm going to tell that story on my deathbed, okay? You know, it's, well, it's funny because where I'm from on the res, you know, we have we have some – Predators. We do have some big cats. We do have wolves, things like that. Hell, I moved to Iowa. There's more big cats here. There's more wolves here. There's more wow. predators here than there were out there. I'm like, really? So maybe wow. you should do a serial on in on Iowa. Oh, like, like a, you know what? There's there's a thing about the werewolf in Wisconsin. Maybe you should bring out the, a werewolf in Iowa. You know, I think Stephanie. Uh, uh, what's her name? Stephanie Myers did that with uh, Washington State. So the genre's oh. already been covered. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll try. To, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll send a mass email out to, to the authors of Trestle, and I'll see if anybody will tackle that. What do they want to do? Yeah. yeah. But it sounds fascinating. Yeah. Really fascinating. It, that's yeah. brilliant, actually. I think it's just. Brilliant. And I like that you're bringing an old style back. I really. Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's brilliant. That's really good. I thought that was new. <laughs> the whole thing is the authors have a no, lot of fun. New. A lot of nice things come out of that because it, it developed. It, like when I was a kid, I used to go to the library. I, well, I still go to the library, but I mean, there, there are different. There are different. Not, I like different authors, and you know, sometimes. Uh, well, it used to be back in the day, an author would produce maybe one piece a year. You know, you'd get one book a year out. Yeah. Of it. 
there are also like uh, pulp, the pulp kind of things. Like uh, I used to like reading uh, the Death Merchant or uh, Nick Carter. Uh, there was uh, or some of the other ones. Uh, Nick Nick uh, Mac Bone. He was uh, the executioner. Oh that yeah. Kind of, these books yeah. would come out often, and I always was I always like getting a new installment. It's kind of like that because if you follow a couple of these series, you always each week. You can download something new into your Kindle. You never, you never have something not, you know. You always have something to read, and, and you, you can have different genres if you want. So, it's what we're trying to do is connect the readers and the authors and try to develop a synergy and uh, get people interested in, in, in reading different types of things. Because full-length stuff, you know, the, the way with the ebook age is, the field's wide open. I mean, every day you wake up, there's something new. Exactly. And you can add anything you want. There aren't any rules. There's no boxes. There's no squares. So what we try to do at Trestle is. We talk to our authors. We ask them for input. What do you think we can do? What's new? What, what do you think we can do differently? You know, things like that. And I, I think that kind of separates for, separates us from the pack. And the other thing is we have a really nice team unity here. Uh, the, the authors are very nice. Uh, they like speaking to the readers. And they also like helping each other out. So uh, it, it's, it's a very nice creative atmosphere, and I'm very, very thankful that I'm a part of it. Well, you know, right, I cool. think another right, way cool. to market this, Giovanni, is um, – you know, the soap opera on TV is a dying breed. It's dying. I mean, yeah. all of my children just sank, and General Thank Hospital God. went under. But you know, <laughs> be quiet, Rob. Go play with Barney. Right away, Barney. This is like a soap opera on your Kindle, you know, or your Nook, or whatever. You just get a continuing series every week of something new. And again, it's a continuation of what was was started way back in the 1800s with the dime novel when they first yeah, started the these things on the Wild West. You know, you could do a monthly subscription thing or something. That's cool. Yeah, that's good. Or even weekly, and just it's it it's kind Welcome of like on. a Kindle soap opera, but it's on a different subject. I mean, I think it's a really. I'm glad you're reviving it because yeah, I cool. I, I collect stuff like that, so I have in my tucked in my antique, or my husband's actually antique. Roll top, some old dime novels and things. And and by the way, this is kind of where the comic book came from too. Continuing yeah, stories in the comic book. So I mean, it's a great genre. It's fantastic, and it makes people anticipate the next one. Makes them want to buy yeah. the next one. So yeah, sure, it's like sure. you keep your 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 audience entranced, and they want to buy the next one. I think it's wonderful. Okay. I'll tell you what, I have an idea, because I know a guy that has a, uh, he's got like eight franchises. He's got a kind of a, it's similar to like a Homes and Garden kind of, it's called Life and Homes. And and actually, I've been looking for an author to, to kind of link up with him. And you basically, basically you get a page in the, in this newspaper in eight markets around the country. I'm talking Chattanooga and, and some pretty good markets. And, and then you get an ad and he gets an ad. And basically, it's it's ongoing free content. And it's actually a way to publish the like you're doing it one piece at a time we were going to talk to a guy who had a book and do it one literally like a couple maybe a, a three or four pages at a time but what he's going to do is he would offer so in other words giovanni would offer you a page or a half a page in the paper you would put in the pages worth and say for the rest of the story go here it's 99 cents or whatever but you would also get a, a spot on that page and then basically that gives him one more page in his newspaper where he can run another spot as well so there might be some business energy here too Okay. But, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that later. And now, on to our next topic, which is quotes from romance books. What do you got there, Spock? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Giovanni. <laughs> I had to do it, buddy. It's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. We already scared him after that. <laughs> you know, you know the number, you know the number one snag, in, you know the you know the number one snag in line and Giovanni, you probably haven't heard this conversation. Uh, out in Indian country, snagging is kind of like kids hooking up. Um, instead of hooking up, we snag. Uh, it's kind of a running joke in Indian country. But the number one pickup line or snag line in Indian country is, hey, you want to lick the fiber grease off my lips? Oh, <laughs> Lord, love a duck. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Let's talk about the geese again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel. How's the- How's the lake going over there, Deborah? What's the well, lake the lake like? is feeling really sorry for Giovanni because he did not know what crowd he was getting. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> Poor guy. Sorry, Giovanni. They didn't uh, know we love your business concept, though. 
Giovanni, they didn't warn you beforehand, did they? No, we couldn't do it. I can roll with just about anything. I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. He's like, I'll heal from this. Again. All right. You'll heal. Probably. But, you know, if my wife said to me, hey, when you wake up this morning, are you going to come on on the tail end of a conversation uh, discussing toilet paper and its various uses? No, I, I, I didn't. It was first and foremost in my mind. And then when the lady mentioned the corn cobs, I was like, oh, Lord. I held into the wrong show today. So I'm just I'm just trying to chill. It's kind of turning you off on things like corn chopper, right? What can I say? <laughs> I did not know that was real. That's the thing. Anyway. Well, we're, the rest of this week, one of the things we're going to be discussing is cyber security awareness, but also bullying. So yeah. anybody who wants to call in or contribute to that subject is welcome. Giovanni, have you ever experienced bullying? Or have you ever seen it? Or do you have any thoughts on it? Have I ever seen what? Bullying. Bullying. Yeah, it's not it's not something I enjoy. I usually uh I'm not a small person. I usually uh ask people to stop doing it. It, it doesn't doesn't make a lot of sense to me. No. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of it. Right. Yeah, usually yeah, if, I, if I just with someone they they'll say uh, okay. Uh it's uh it's not something I think is too cool. And I, I think that you know people need to understand that uh you know God made all of us in different ways and then we just got to accept who 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 our neighbors right. are. And, or we run into. You have your occasional goober, you know, but you just you just got to walk away. But no, I'm not yeah. a big fan of bullying. In fact, no. we just we actually put out a piece went live today called "Son of Mine" by Karen Molina. It has it basically is about a her, I believe her son or a character like her son that that had issues and bullying self you know issues that. Uh, we're within the family, or a big part of that, and it's a it's a very touching piece. Uh, but I I, wow. I think as bullying goes, that that's the, that kind of stuff has to stop. Yep. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. That's what we're going to be talking wow. about later on. And you know, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm unfortunately not able to recall the name of the character, but in one of my favorite books ever written, The Stand by Stephen King. Oh yeah. The the main the one character that winds up going to the dark side goes over winds up in Las Vegas was bullied. And this is why he became so twisted in his thinking and ended up yeah. on the dark side of the whole thing. And uh, so we want to we get into that because I think a lot of bullies are bullied at home. And I think that's yeah, my son, a my son gets bullied for being My son gets bullied for being a mixed race because he is Native and he is also Caucasian. And, and he gets teased a lot about... Uh, being we, well, we live in a very small rural community in Southeast Iowa. So he gets bullied a lot for being mm-hmm. my son, for being native, for being white, and being in between the two worlds. Mm-hmm. So I mean, and I mine was bullied because of his, mine was bullied because of yeah. his craniofacial anomaly. He was born with cleft lip and palate, and he was bullied a lot. And what was really, really disgusting about the whole thing is sometimes he was bullied by teachers. So oh, this my. is going to be a subject. Yeah. Are you no, kidding yeah. me? Yeah. No. Oh my I got, God! I got it a lot because you know here I was. Oh, I would take them by the throat and bully the bully back. I want to do sometimes. You just get so mad because these kids are poor. You look at your children and you, you can't think of anything bad happening to them. And if, if God, I, I'm afraid I might not handle it right. <laughs> if my if I find out yeah. my daughter's getting bullied, I, I'm not I'm not going to go off the wall. I'm not going to handle it very well. I have to have my wife take care of that. Um, well, I think of anyone who who is a decent person. They're going to look at a child no matter what their race, what they look right. like. They're right. going to want their, to protect Their kids are beautiful. Baby. Yeah. Oh, they're absolutely. Protect that child. So, that's why I just don't understand yeah. this stuff at all. Yeah. That's, what we're going to be discussing. that's what we're going to be discussing next week. And um, Giovanni, again, let's. I know this is now going to be on archive, so give your uh, URL again so that anybody can find you who wants to. Yes. But as far as finding me, uh, different places, yeah. uh, it's kind of hard to find me. Uh, I'm on Facebook. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, I, I can't accept any more friends, but I guess you can look at me. Uh, uh, I love that. There. Goodreads. Uh, again, on Goodreads, I'm, I'm, unfortunately, I'm kind of maxed out. Uh, but, you know, you can see my stuff, what I'm reading, uh, that kind of stuff. Uh, on Twitter, please find me on Twitter. I'd love to have you as a friend there. Uh, I'm on about uh, 15 other social networks uh, that involve you- uh, books, uh Booktown, uh, Edgy Christian Fiction, uh, 
a whole bunch of other stuff. Uh, I also have uh, Gelati Media. Uh, you can listen to me. Uh, we usually go Monday to Friday on our blog talk show. Uh, I'm going to probably be doing Saturdays and Sundays in November and December because of uh, the pending Christmas season. Uh, so I'm in a few places. Busy, well, busy. Huh? Gelati do you do Google Plus yet, Yeah, I, I love Google Plus. I got I got into it right, uh, right in the, the, the beginning. Best? And uh, I, I got the. It was it's pretty funny because uh, the guy who uh, owns Facebook uh, was that Mark Zuckerberg or whatever. He's yeah, Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. He's my Google yeah, yeah, Plus yeah. buddy. And uh, oh, wow. <laughs> but I also have a lot like of the engineers that. for Google Plus as my friends too. So like he's yeah, right. he's sitting back watching these guys talk about you know what they're going to implement, what they're testing, and all that stuff. And then uh, oh, yeah. When, sure. yeah, when Facebook went crazy like That's two weeks bit. ago or so. That that was that's yeah, yeah, already yeah. been on Google Plus for the most part, you know. So for me, it wasn't yeah. like when I wake up and they're helpless. Yeah, well, just yeah. same stuff wanted, maybe just uh, except for that your, thing on the right, which name. I really don't care for. But you know, spell out yeah, your spell last out your name. name for us, that's what you? people are gonna get confused. Spell out your last name so they can Google you. Uh, uh oh, it's uh, Gelati, G E L A T I, Gelati, G E L A T I. Yeah, Giovanni. Yeah, I'm the ninth. My son's the tenth. Okay, I'll have to add you because I'm on Google Plus myself. So. No, don't 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 put the ninth in there. You're not gonna find anything. You know. So just, it's just one. Down, yeah. I'm sorry. On Google Plus? Oh, <laughs> on Google, on Facebook. Come on, Deborah. Man, I'm, I'm, no. I've been at 5,000 for a year and a half. I'm thinking about it, okay? I know, right, Giovanni? You Zuckerberg still have that big, barney, how many friends he could animal <laughs> up on your corner of your Manhattan penthouse <laughs> in those get old... Get out of my windows. window. <laughs> get the hell out of my window. So I'm, like, I'm, trying to think about I'm gonna it. I'm going to have to get the troopers involved here. <laughs> When we get done today, I'll just go on Facebook and I'll delete like 15 people. And then you there you go. There you go. Beautiful. What is the limit? What is the limit? <laughs> 5,000 people or? for me. It is 5,000. Yeah, can you believe it? Like I say, nobody wow. limited Zuckerberg to how many friends he could make, but he's limiting all of us. <laughs> right? It's not a problem. I, I just tell him somebody else did it. It wasn't me. There you go. <laughs> Well, call me up and go, Deborah. I'm deleting a person. Request me now. <laughs> there you yeah, go. me too. <laughs> well, get us in there. I'll try. But I, I don't. Right there. You know what? Don't tell Rob I said this, but I wouldn't <laughs> until he gets rid of the Barney stuff point. <laughs> yeah, especially that speedo. It's totally kind of, weird. That's kind of scary. That's just I'll a little scary. I'll approve you when you get out of my window, okay? I'm tired of this. You see He's every, wearing wherever you are. SpongeBob SquarePants underwear with footies. Footies. <laughs> Don't you love them? Oh, they're so cozy. That's wonderful. The whole show in my footies. <laughs> Oh, what wow. me is the Barney sippy cup? I mean, I'm just still not over that one. Just... <laughs> yeah. And he's got vodka mine, in the Barney <laughs> sippy cup. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's all good. Okay, all nonsense aside, once more we have to bow our heads to Steve Jobs. Yes, yes, yes. Who, yes, if it were not for him, we probably wouldn't be here today talking oh, in complete Thank God we had him for the time we had him, yeah. Right. And, uh, you know, say farewell, friend, well met, and uh, sleep fair. Yep. Be safe going over to the other side. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Giovanni, thank okay, you guys, so Giovanni, much. Okay, guys, Giovanni, thanks for coming in. Much. You were awesome, man. Thank you. It's totally my thanks, pleasure. Every time. Uh, I really, you guys right, have man. a really nice thing going here. I appreciate you having me on. It's very pleasant. Uh, I appreciate anytime. you. Anytime. Anytime, brother. Very you nice. You're back. a great guest. Just let us and know. And great radio show host and a guest, which is a fantastic thing. There you go. Fantastic. I'm going to play what? our sponsor out. Go ahead, Deb. Giovanni, it might be interesting for you to come back every once in a while to update us on your cereal. Sure. You know? Oh, absolutely. That would be awesome. Be well, cool. me just, uh, just tell me I'll come. Absolutely. Very good. Very cool. No, it's totally my pleasure. I want to thank you for having <laughs> me on. I, I, it was very yep. kind of you, and I was flattered. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. It's my pleasure. I hope you have a good night. You All right, you too, man. Thanks. There you go. 
So I told everybody already, I don't have to go into the whole story again, but the buyer of goldandsilver.com, he's a good guy, he's an honest guy, he wants to do business and make money, but he doesn't want to take advantage of people like so many of these other ones who shall remain nameless. <laughs> the buyer of goldandsilver.com. A buyer of gold and silver, coins and jewelry, is celebrating three years of paying the highest cash payouts around for unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Don't settle for low pawn shop prices and don't take your items to a fly-by-night hotel event. Come and visit our showroom and get paid the highest cash payouts for your unwanted gold and silver coins and jewelry. Looking for great fun? Book a free karaoke gold party today with a buyer of gold and silver coins and jewelry. Located at 1121 Glenwood Ave, Oneida, next to Cash for Cans Bottle Return. There you go. Once again, that commercial was made for local consumption, so if you go to a buyer of goldandsilver.com, you can still communicate with Greg. And that's a wrap, guys. Okay. Have fun, guys. Don't And, and Rob, do me a favor. Just, yeah, hide this, Tito. That's the <laughs> I will not. I'm in, my, I'm in my... I am in my plush manian studio, and I do not have to comply. <laughs> I think it's so weird he put it on the Barney stuffed toy. I mean, it's just, yeah. Very weird. Blind. <laughs> no, uh, I'm gonna, I will pull my shades though. I get off the well, air. it's about time. I'm blind. Thanks. <laughs> hey, if you're looking at my window, you can get what you see. That's what the way life is. Yeah. That's right. Oh, Every thanks, time we guys. peek in, there's something else in there weird. It's like, okay. <laughs> I'm going to take my vodka-filled sippy cup and, and go enjoy some adult beverages now, so i got to go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, have a good night. Yeah. Bye-bye. Good night, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.